Hi and welcome back to Commodity Conversations. My name's Dave and we have another special episode for you this week, Talking Goats with Gus. Gus Foote is a livestock manager for Nutrien based in Charleville, Queensland. We looked at goats a few weeks back on Mercado and they've really been going from strength to strength with the over-the-hooks goat price now trending along the same line as the New South Wales trade lamb price. And Gus gives some really good insights into the increasing popularity behind the goat market. Before we get into it, a quick wrap around the markets. Yardings bounced back last week with both sheep and land numbers 50% higher than the week prior. And we can expect even more this week as it's the first full week of trade in over a month. Prices were mixed, but overall the market was stronger. The Esley rose by 10 cents and is now sitting just shy of 800 cents per kilo carcass weight. Mutton lost a little bit of ground, however, down 18 cents to 5.68 cents kilograms carcass weight. There were plenty more cattle headed to the yards as well, but the market absorbed the next extra numbers happily. The Eki lifted 23 cents to 1.108 cents per kilogram. Roma store contributing the most again, followed by Dolby and Wagga Wagga. Over to WA and the wiki reached an all-time record during the week at 1,223 cents per kilogram. Overseas demand for Aussie red meat continues to show resilience. This week Angus looked at beef exports with China taking 8% more beef than April 2021 to take back second place behind Japan. Taiwan also had their largest shipment in three years, reportedly thanks to diversions from China due to shipping logistics ongoing there relating to the COVID lockdowns. To the grains and oilseed markets, the December 22 contract for Seabot wheat closed at an all-time record during the week at 1,108 cents per bushel or around 572 Aussie dollars per tonne. Weather is in the spotlight again as heat waves in India threaten their bumper crop and also some drier than expected weather in France. You can read Nick Booth's full breakdown of the market this week on Mercado. And finally to wool, the market improved this week with the Eastern market indicator up 24 cents to 1,401 cents per kilogram. The Western market indicator also lifted by 43 cents, 1,473 cents per kilo. All indicators lifted on the week prior with many of the indicators lifting by over 50 cents. And that's it from me. I'll leave you with Rob Herman and Gus Foote right after a word about one of our sponsors. Thanks for tuning in to Commodity Conversations. This week is brought to you by ProAdvice. ProAdvice offer tailored services to suit your accounting needs. They have a long history of working with farming families and they understand the day-to-day realities and challenges of farm life. Whether it be strategic and succession planning, improving your communication and decision making, or accounting services and business software solutions. ProAdvice will help your farm run more efficiently. Hop on their website or give them a call to find out more. Thanks for the introduction, Dave. Uh, yes, this is a new uh, a new track for Commodity Conversations here probably, and we're going to be talking today about the, uh, the exciting developments in the goat industry. And we thought the best way to start that would be to um, talk to somebody on the ground who's been involved in it. We're fortunate that we've got uh, Gus Foote from Nutrient Ag Solutions. Um, he's Gus, you're located at Charleville and uh, you're the livestock account manager up there. How long have you been in that neck of the woods? Uh, so I've been, um, well, five years, going on five years in July at Charleville um, in the livestock 
um, well, in the livestock agency game and, and going on I think, two, three years with, with Nutrient. So, um, yeah. Um, and, yeah, Charles was where I first started as a livestock agent. So, um, yeah, that's that's where it is. Well, Charleville, um, back in the day, was famous for having a hell of a lot of sheep around it. But uh, today we're seeing a bit of a change. And I guess um, if we look at some of the stats, Gus, you know, the the, um, the amount of goat meat that um, is being produced now is, is just growing. And in, in 2021, it was 20.6 thousand tonnes of carcass weight. And that was 34% up on the year before. So yep. there's a few goats out there, mate. Yeah, there is. Like in the in this, um, you know, we, we've seen a, a bit of a change in the last few years with goats. They've gone from a um, probably more of a you know a, a secondary income to most to a lot of people, particularly in you know Western Queensland, New South Wales, um, to probably now they're probably the main income for a lot of people. Um, you know, fences and dog fences and that have, have allowed that. Um, and people, instead of sort of just harvesting once a year now, are, are sort of, yeah, breeding them behind wire, um, you know, and treating them more as a, as a, well, treating them as their main income and doing a lot more work with them. Um, and that's where we've seen, you know, probably the numbers really increase in the last couple of years as well. Um, you know, as they bred them behind wire, um, controlled pests better. Um, yeah, we've seen them sort of, you know, involved, involve, the industry's really involved and it's, it's, it's really tracking along pretty good at the moment. I suspect most of the people who listen to Commodity Conversation haven't got much idea of, or they know that, that goats are four-legged and they run around and eat grass, but what, what's some of the tricks of managing them in, in the, that country you're in, Gus? And you mentioned the um, the dog fence. Just explain how that's, you know, what that does and how important that is. Well, Rob, you know, like typically country um, that's always had a lot of goats, you know, wild, feral, probably feral goats before that sort of like, like child lives. It's, it's a it's very marginal country. Um, you know, a lot of mulga, box, sandalwood, it's, 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 it's probably on the lower point of rainfall. Um, and goats, you know, I mean, for a long time, there was a lot of feral goats in this Western Queensland going into Western New South Wales area. Um, and probably in the last 10 years, um, wild dogs have really, wild dogs really took a, took a hold on this country. Um, to the fact that sort of, well, you know, the sheep industry, we really brought the, probably the small animal industry to its knees, really. Um, so that that then involved a lot of a lot of fencing that has gone on the last probably three to five years. A lot of dog fences have gone up. Um, this is allowed, you know, to keep the dogs out. This is allowed people to probably go into the small animals in a big way. Um, with that, you know, it's, it's allowed them a safety net with those dog fences. Um, and then now we're seeing, you know, the prices have continued to rise. Dog fences are up, and it's sort of we've had a bit of a season, a lot of a bit of rain about, and um, yeah, people are taking advantage of it. Um, goats are, I suppose, really too. Goats are very easy. They're a low maintenance, um, low low maintenance animal to have. You know, we've seen probably uh, small animals. Um, the, old, the traditional way you might have seen probably 10, 15 years ago, mainly merinos in this country. But, I mean, um, one, this country being marginal, um, merinos do really, you know, you have the cost of merinos seems to always be very high um, in this country. The rainfall is never high enough. Um, so, you know, it's they're probably not really suited. Um, whereas a goat, you don't have to shear them. There's, there's less work. Um, goats also have a high 
a very high um, diet, probably in the high 80% of browse. Um, so a lot of this country, it's a lot of lot of browse, like low mulga, um, different sorts of timbers that are suitable to goats. Um, yeah, and that and they've really taken people take advantage of that. And in vice versa, the goats have really improved people's country too. You know, they've sort of take you know um, with with a lot of browse, you know, the regrowth control and that sort of stuff. It's sort of it's well, it's quite frankly, it's made this country's made for it. Yeah. So do, do the um, farmers with these goats, Gus, do they, um, do they rotate them around in paddocks or are they pretty much just leave them in a paddock? And, 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 and how do you go about mustering them? I imagine they'd be a bit, a bit more complicated than a mob of sheep. Well, I mean, people are, you know, I mean, as the prices have gone up, it's allowed people to probably put more money into their goat herds. So we're seeing farmers instead of, you know, maybe at one stage, yeah, they just sort of ran them all one big mob. You know, now... Now the money's there and, and, and people are sort of going into them as a main income. They're starting to, you know, wean the kids, wean, you know, separate the billies from the females, um, draft them up into smaller mobs. Um, you know, um, big areas and a lot of goats, they usually get a chopper in with bikes and dogs. But we're seeing now, you know, folks fencing up small areas, um, you know, so they can contain them better, muster them better. But we're also seeing... Um, you know, vendors of mine who have had goats for a long time, they've fenced their paddocks up into, into small areas and they, you know, sell graze their suckers effectively with goats So, with their regrowth. So they might rest the paddock for six months and then put goats in there, knock the regrowth down and move them on. So they're using their regrowth as an advantage. Um, but, you know, the, the, the consistent prices have, have allowed that too. You know, we haven't, we haven't seen with goats a real high drop low. You know, the last five years, it's ranged from probably five. It's gone up in, in the last two years. It's really ranged from that 7 to $9 a kilo, which is, you know, it's, it's phenomenal money. Um, we're also seeing a lot of original. Now we're seeing a lot. The second run of vendors uh, or people in the goats in, in this area, there's a lot of them going into that. A lot of Longridge long area, Barcourt, a lot of goats in that area. Um, and even further east, you know, in the, in the country that you never thought you'd ever see goats, you know. Um, and that's probably, you know, due to probably the last probably six or five, five or six years, drought was so, was, a, was such at a point where cattle were just, um, we're seeing, you know, people all, always had cattle, they're selling a few cattle down and running a few goats as well, you know, have a few different eggs and baskets. But it's really, you know, it's really spread the goat industry from traditional areas, you know, as I said, um, places like Longridge, who are just renowned merino areas, well, you know, the wool job is struggling. The merino, merino job has got a few issues there, lack of shearers. They can't say now that, you know, um, now they're looking for something that they, they don't need the workforce. I mean, and this is, you know, stems from in the in the rural industry. No one can find any workforce. You know, we you can't find shearers or anything. So they're looking to, to run something that is good money, sustainable and you know, less work involved, and goats are, you know, right in that key. Well, we're talking on Commodity Conversations today to Gus Foot, and as you might have picked up, Gus knows a hell of a lot about goats, and it's, a, it's an industry that I think we're just starting to hear the start of. You know, I think it's on to something. Gus, we talked a little bit about the money. Just mm. before we get on to that, what sort of carcass weights are generally, you know, what, what's the – I know there'd be a range of carcass weights, but – if you were looking at, say, comparing to our trade lambs, our lamb carcasses, we know they're sort of in the, you know, 18 to 25 kilograms or something as an as ideal. What, what's the ideal for goats and what well, age are they at? The thing, and this is why a lot of people like the goat job too. I mean, there's no there's no premium or no no premium or cuts on teeth. Like, right. um, 
you'll send them to the Western Meat Exporters, for example, and their range, they might have $9.30 for anything from 8 kilos dressed to 20 kilos dressed. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to have milk teeth. doesn't have to have two teeth. doesn't have to – it can be – you know, it can be at the, at the very end of its, its, its cycle as a goat or it can be at the very start. That's that's what people like as well. Um, you know, typically with that, there is also a bit of a premium for they got skin on, skin off goats. Um, you'll usually see around a 10 or 20 cents difference, probably better for skin on goats. And a skin on goat will usually range from, say, 8 to 18 to 20 kilos, maybe a bit better dressed. Um and then skin off goat, well, that's, you know, a heavier carcass. But, I mean, it goes back to the just, you know, there's no, I mean, if you have a bad year and they, they, they haven't done as much weight, they, then they've cut their teeth, well, it doesn't matter because you, you're not going to, you don't have to, yeah, and that's that's a, that's a real benefit. Um, just go back, Gus, for a minute. Just just explain skin on, skin off. What does that mean? Well, skin on goat. Is usually they they put them they put the once they once the goat is is killed they um put it in a, they could put it in a dehairing machine and they they get all the hair off it but they leave the skin on yeah. um so basically when you cook it it'll be it'll be just like pork crackling um but the bigger goats the skin off goat that's they tear the whole skin off so they they you know there's no salvage left in the carcass yeah oh no fantastic um look the the other thing is you mentioned about the price um we were looking. I forget who it was. It might have been Dave or Adrian was looking at Mercado at the price. Uh, in recent times, for a long time, it sort of tracked below lamb, but just in recent times, it's come right up to be right up there with lamb price. Are you seeing this happening because uh, there's a change in the markets, or is this just something you might see, you know, as a, as a sort of a one-off for a little while? Well, I think mean, it's just it's just demand demand for goat meat. I mean, um, and particularly Australian goat meat is you know, Australia is one of the only countries in the world that can that can do skin on goat. Um, so, you know, a lot of those American markets they're they're preferring that further skin on goat. So that that has a benefit as well. But I mean, you know, the, the growth and the global demand for goat meat is just it's just phenomenal. And it's been quite amazing that these prices have been around when we've gone through the, you know the, the bloody um, the COVID pandemic. You know, I mean, we've you know, we've seen, you know, struggles. We've been able to get containers over for ports and all that, and we're still, you know, we've still got still got phenomenal prices. I mean, yeah. domestically as well, the domestic market for goat meat is, is really starting to grow as well, and that's, you know, that's that's very important. So you're not just having one reliability on one market. Um, you know, we're seeing a lot of butchers now. Um, you know, I've got I've got people um, buyers who buy goat meat off me or buy goats off me to. to to kill into the Brisbane markets and they're doing a thousand a week. You know, that's um you know, they and that that's you know, that they like a lighter goat or but I mean, you know, that's just the growth in the industry and then how far it can grow. You know, um when I was a kid, you know, my family have always been the goats and, and that was always a desire, you know, it was never but never a domestic market. But there's quite a few, you know, I mean the meatworks here in Charlotte have done a big extension and that's all for domestic because, you know, they can see it growing as well. Um it's just quite, it's quite, it, and it can only grow from there. You know, the demand for goat meat is, the demand is effectively outgrowing the potential, we, the, the capacity we have to kill it. We, you know, we're now finding that we haven't got big enough meatworks to handle the, the, the handle the demand. And, and that's the thing. I mean, we're seeing, you know, the meatworks in Burke, TFI have opened that again. Yep. Um, they're going to open that and start killing July, July, September, um, July, August. Well, reports they're going to be doing 3,000 a day, but they've got the capacity to do 6,000 a day. Um, 
But saying that again is demand for able to find workforce. You know, that's the issue as, as well. It, it goes back to, you know, that the one thing that there has been the impact by COVID is that um, these meat works, and you know, it doesn't matter if it's goat, goat, sheep, or cattle. Like meat works, rely a lot on um, visa workers that come in, and that's where you know, I mean, charcoal meat works hasn't been able to kill to full capacity for probably 12 months. You know, and workers are the issue. But you know, hopefully as that settles down, well, um, yeah. Yeah, well, mate, you make an interesting point. Um, I mean, even though we're hearing from you and thinking, you know, there's, that's a lot of numbers you're talking about, but, but Australia's really only a quite a small producer, only about 1% of global goat meat mm. production. But we are a pretty big exporter. I think we're the largest exporter of goat meat into the world and putting about 27% yep. of trade. So that's telling us that there's a fair bit of capacity still that, that where we can grow into, and and I guess that's pretty exciting for people out in the um, out in that marginal country. Well, that's right, huge, huge capacity. I mean, people now you're seeing when you say marginal, people now are buying properties to run just to run goats. You know that I mean that that was never heard of five, even five years ago, um, and they're spending big money on. It. Like I, I have, there's a property not far from here that you know someone paid a over hundred dollars an acre for, which which is for marginal country, and she's running they're running goats. Yeah, you know, and it's it's allowed it's a it's allowed another income. You know, the traditional way of being, you know, you either sheep sheep producer or cattle producer, and now there's goat producers, and that's it's really taken. It's really growing. I mean, to go back to markets, I mean, I was talking to um, our meatworks bloke here, the Campbell McPhee. I mean, he's he's been having meetings all year with you know now with uh, Great Britain coming out of the EU. Now there's a real potential there, and they they want to buy skin on goat meat, and Australia's the only one that, that can produce the numbers they need. I mean that's that's the benefit of of you know of what they need. It's, it's only growing. I think it's you know it's going to be quite exciting in the next five or ten years to see where it's going to go. Yeah, exactly. And um, you know if we can, it's another reason why we need to keep ourselves to see our disease-free status intact because uh, yep. those markets are uh, that's part of part of their requirements. But I mean we we we've all had goat in the past and it's a beautiful meat. Um, and I think. I think Dave told me yesterday it's the most consumed meat in the world. So um, it's a great story. Um, well, it's particularly we'll... healthy too. It's, it's I mean, there's not much. You know, you'll see you'll see like a fat lamb. There's a lot of marbling to it. Well, goat. You know, there's a reason why a lot of goat meat. The only way to cook goat meat is either in stews or curries. Because it needs to be slow cooked. Is because there's not much fat through it. And I think people, you know, with the health. I mean, you know, look. It's, a lot of people now are, you know, they go to the butcher shop. You know, you know, particularly now in winter time. You know that. It's it's quite amazing, yeah. As you say, like it, you know, where it's going to grow from. Well, like you're a great advocate for the industry, Gus, and I'm. Um, what's coming through is the fact that you've been in it a long time. It's always exciting when you've been in something for a long time, and then suddenly you see that uh, all of a sudden it's uh, it's becoming really mainstream. Yeah, no, you know, I think there has been a lot of people who've had it for a long time, and as I said, they they had them as a, as a secondary income, but now it's sort of. Um, you know, we got we got clients in the marginal country that have always struggled their whole lives, and they won't mind me saying this. And and now they've got all goats. They've never made much. They've never never made more money in their life. You know, yeah, that's just the terrific. That's that's just the terrific thing, and no one can believe it. You know, you know, and this is this is where the goat job's going. It's sort of um, anyway. They're the people who sort of had it for a long time. They're taking advantage of it, and they've yeah, they're going well. Well, I think Dave will be uh, will be covering a lot more about goats in the future. And, and Gus, we really appreciate your time. Um, you're a great asset for um, nutrient egg solutions to have out there, sit in amongst the goats with your knowledge. 
Um, and, and there's no doubt that um, as this industry grows, um, we'll be talking to you again. So thanks very much for your time. All the best. And look, if you happen to see a couple of little crybacks of uh, goat meat, you want to put them in the mail to us. We're, I think Dave and I will be up for it any time. But uh, what we might do, Gus, we might come up and see you and then we can take the esky back with a decent load, eh? No worries, mate. All good. Good. Thanks very much. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Commodity Conversations. We hope you enjoyed the chat with Rob and Gus. It certainly got me thinking about maybe ordering a goat curry this weekend. Until next week, take care from the team at Mercado.